Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for June 30th, 2020. Today marks the anniversary of what has come to be known as Hitler's Night of the Long Knives. Hitler had come to power in January of 1933 and immediately started, piece by piece, tearing up the Weimar Constitution, squashing opposition, and ridding Germany of democracy. In the last parliamentary elections of the Weimar Republic, in March of 1933, the Nazis polled 44% of the vote. Not enough for a majority, but enough to squash any future political resistance. Within a fortnight, Hitler proposed the Enabling Act, a temporary dissolution of the Constitution whilst he dealt with the problems facing the nation. The Reichstag passed the proposal by 441 votes to 84. There would be no more elections nor a constitution to keep Hitler in check. The Reichstag had, in effect, voted away its own power. The temporary became permanent. Within a matter of weeks, it had become illegal to criticize the government. A new secret police force, the Gestapo, immediately began arresting unreliable persons, and Dachau, the first concentration camp, was open to cater for their custody. Trade unions were banned, freedom of the press curtailed, and all other political parties declared illegal. Germany had become a one-party state with Hitler its leader, and soon its dictator. A year later, with Hitler's power almost absolute, only the excesses of the brown shirts, or the SA, and their bull-necked leader, Ernst Röhm, troubled the dictator. Their violence, which, as a revolutionary during the 1920s, Hitler would have endorsed, had become an embarrassment to the chancellor. Having gained power through the proper process, Hitler wanted to win over the German people and international opinion through legitimate means, not by force. But Rom and the SA felt that Hitler was going soft and had not given them their due reward for helping the Nazis into power. They started talking of a second revolution, with Rom, the leader of the People's Party, greatly alarming the industrialists and businessmen that Hitler had managed to woo. Rom wanted also to merge the army with the SA under his command, which in turn alarmed the army and its chief, Werner von Blomberg. In April of 1934, Hitler and Blomberg signed a secret pact. Hitler promised Blomberg and the army full control of the military. And in return, Blomberg promised Hitler the army's support when the time came for Hitler to claim the presidency, following the anticipated death of 86-year-old Paul von Hindenburg. Heinrich Himmler and Hermann Göring, who also feared Rom, concocted false evidence that Rom was planning a coup against Hitler. The SA's agitation was beginning to undermine the country's stability, and Hindenburg threatened to bring in martial law unless Hitler could bring the situation under control. In other words, deal with Rom and the brown shirts. On the weekend of June 30th through July 1st of 1931, in what was to become known as the Night of the Long Knives, Hitler acted. Members of the SS stormed a hotel in the village of Bad Weissi, where the SA had gathered for a weekend of homosexual debauchery, pulled Rom and his henchmen from their beds, and had them arrested. Most were promptly executed on the spot, except for Rom. 
Hitler took it upon himself to arrest Rom personally, marching into his hotel room and brandishing a revolver, yelled, You're under arrest, you pig. Rom was taken to a Munich prison along with other SA leaders and there awaited their fate. But Hitler, in a fit of nostalgia, found it difficult to order his murder. Instead, he offered Rom the chance to kill himself. So on the 1st of July, a revolver was left on the table in his cell and he was given 10 minutes. But Rom refused, saying, If I'm to be killed, let Adolf do it himself. When the 10 minutes had elapsed and no shot heard, an SS officer marched in and killed the bare-chested Rom at point-blank range. Hitler took the opportunity to purge anyone whom he disliked or had crossed him in the past, including the last Chancellor of the Weimar Republic, Kurt von Schleicher. The Knight of the Long Lives claimed over 200 lives. Hindenburg congratulated his Chancellor for having acted so swiftly. The army, relieved to be freed from its main rival, sided with Hitler, and Blomberg applauded the Fuhrer's soldierly decision and exemplary courage. All Hitler had to do now was wait for old Hindenburg to die. And it turns out he didn't have to wait too long. Remember, Germany was also a democracy until, overnight, it wasn't. Dachau wasn't created as a work camp expressly designed to kill human beings en masse. But we all know how that ended. I've been there and I've seen the piles of suitcases, shoes, eyeglasses, gold fillings, and also the ovens. Conservatives cry foul when comparisons are made between Hitler and Donald Trump. But remember, Hitler was also a fat, insecure, gassy misanthrope with a small penis and a lust for revenge. But he wasn't a monster. He was just a man. And that's exactly what makes Donald Trump so terrifying to me. Just imagine what Trump could accomplish if he were smart, too. Thanks for listening. Be kind. Do good work. Vote. And until next time.